How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Swimbait podcast, Scales and Tails, episode 62 on this great, uh, great Monday evening when we're recording this. Um, I am joined. This is like literally, I, I, I know I always say like, oh, this is a first, this is a first for the guests, but this is the official debut of Scales and Tails not being sexist. We are joined <laughs> by our first by our first woman co-host tonight. We are joined by Mr. K- Mrs. Kara Tomlinson. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, what a start. Yes, yes. I will let her introduce herself and then we'll get the ball rolling like we always do. Uh, yes, hi. So apparently I am Mr. Uh, Kara Tomlinson. According to one episodes, it just comes off the tongue, I swear. <laughs> I get it. No, you're totally fine. Um, so yeah, so my name is Kara. Um, I currently live in New Hampshire. And um, yeah, so I... um you know first of all thank you so much for for inviting me on here um i know i saw you down in virginia and i was just i was just too chicken shit i was like (laughs) i don't know anybody still like you know but everybody knows me which makes it super awkward you know um and so i'm like yeah i maybe have seen you on a little circle on my cell phone you know (laughs) um uh, I remember walking by JT and I'm like, I, I know who that is. Like, I want to say something, but I'm like, either, either it's like, there's three things. Either they don't know who you are. They know who you are. And like, they're not too sure on who you are exactly. Mm-hmm. Or they like, they're pissed off and they text you the next day. Like, oh, you saw me yesterday, but you couldn't say hi. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> just pick your poison really. Yeah, absolutely. But um, uh, yeah. So how, how did you get into fishing? So, you know, um, I, I personally, I grew up, I was very fortunate. My, my family had a cabin about 15 minutes where, uh, you know, from where I grew up and, you know, so I got to grow up on, on a pond and, you know, no motors, nothing like that. So I had a rowboat and, you know, I basically taught myself how to fish. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you must have had a boyfriend or, oh, your dad showed you. It's like, no, I, I taught myself. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so really I was just kind of like picking up anything that was there, you know, so I didn't have like my own setups or anything, honestly, until I was in my late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. So, I mean, did were you always like, had you always been interested in fishing or was it kind of like, oh, I live here. I see people fish. Like I have this at my disposal. I might as well get into it, whether that be just a little bit or I become obsessive over it. So funny enough, um, my dad's father, um, Popsy, um, he was a huge musky guy. And um, I, I had no idea because he actually, he passed away um, within my first year of being you know born. Yeah. And I inherited um, you know, all of his, um, lures and he had, you know, he had swim baits and like all this other stuff. And, you know, it was about two or three years ago that I got his tackle box and I was going through it. I, I believe I posted it on swim bait universe, just being like, Oh, like, look at all this, you know, really cool old stuff. And, you know, people were like, Oh, don't throw any of that, you know, keep it. And so, you know, I definitely haven't, but you know, it was funny to me because I grew up with, you know, four older brothers you know, I was the youngest and only girl and none of them got into fishing. They were all Boy Scouts, Eagle Scouts, stars, you know, yeah. and and none of them really got into fishing, but I did. And so, you know, there were like fishing rods and stuff like, you know, at camp, 
but they didn't really use it. So, you know, there was really nothing else to do. So I would just row out and, you know, I would just be fishing like all day. And, you know, it was funny. My mom had like a bell um, that she would ring to let us know like, hey, you know, Carrie, you need to come back from dinner. And that, you know, that's just always how it was. <laughs> oh, that's that so sick. Do you remember like going out there the first time? Well, maybe not even necessarily the first time, but do you remember your first fish you caught out there? So there's tons of, you know, pictures that I will never allow my mother to post of me just in, you know, underwear, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, catching, you know, pickerel, basically the si same size as myself. And she would always get scared, you know, but I, I didn't care. I was like, oh, you know, fish. <laughs> um, yes. But I would, I would say... I'm trying to remember. I, I do remember it was a fish. It wasn't one that I had caught, but there was a woman who was fishing up there and she caught this giant. And I'd, I'd have to say it was at least eight pounds. And I remember walking it in the water as she was like trying to like call to like see to have anybody like come and, you know, measure the fish. And I don't know what ever happened with that, but I just I remember walking that fish and that was definitely one of my first memories and um yeah i'll never forget that <laughs> dang so was like do you remember the first bass you caught out of there or was there no bass in there oh there's definitely bass in there um let's see I mean, the one that I caught this summer, um, I don't know if you've seen that picture. Um, it's, you know, I was, I was fishing with my Piz runt and yeah, that, that yeah you saw that fish. Yeah. yeah. So I did catch that there and you know, I'm, I'm such an idiot cause I didn't have a scale on me. So immediately yeah. that fish was a three pounder, yeah. <laughs> but you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, that was definitely, you know, a six and a half or seven, but you know. Unless I catch that fish again, you know, who knows? Dang. So, I mean, did, like, was that, uh, like, when you caught your first bass out of there, what, did that intrigue you? And you're like, oh, I just, I just want to catch these all the time? Or how did that work? So, you know, when I was, I was fishing there, like I said, I was, I was using, you know, old worms and stuff that had been sitting in that cabin for probably 20 years. So, you know, I was just happy to catch anything, yeah. but there was, there was a gentleman down at the other end of the pond who, you know, would like come up and he'd be like, Hey, you know, I see you're fishing. Like, what are you using? And, and he introduced me, um, to, to, uh, Senkos and, you know, and so he was teaching me like how to like wacky rig. And so that's what really got me into just targeting bass in general and just like understanding the the type of action that they're going for and it actually it really sent me into understanding the ecology of what's under the water and that was fascinating to me so it's like it, this is kind of like a mosh podge for you like it just pretty much more or less all came together for you to kind of be where you are right now pretty much yeah Dang, that's 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 a pretty badass story. I mean, obviously a lot. I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people are like, oh, like like you said, oh my my dad was into fishing, or oh mm -hmm. I I went with my grandpa or something. But you kind of like were forged in the fire. I mean, you just had it around you, and you just just so happened to take it up by the sounds of it. Pretty much, yeah. Dang. So when the, the famous question, when did you get into swim baits or how, how did you, we'll start off. How did you become acquainted with swim baits? Like when was the first time you kind of sure. 
Dom. So, yeah, so it's kind of a a funny, awkward story. Um, I, I will say that an ex of mine did get me into the swim bait universe. Um, you know, so it was funny. He, um, you know, told me to, to you know, uh, join the group. And then uh, Wayne Campbell was like, does this girl even fish? And, and he was like, yeah, no, he, she definitely does. And kind of the way that, you know, he explained it to me was, you know, you don't want to look like an idiot on that page. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Um, don't say anything well, that you're not 100% sure of. If you have any questions, just use the damn search bar. And so <laughs> I, I always say that randomly, you know, just kind of like an homage to him, you know, to I, I was very quiet. Uh, for the first year and a half that I was in 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 the swim bait page because I again I didn't want to look like an idiot you know I noticed I was one of the only girls on there and you know being a female angler nowadays is tough you know because you know I I'm still I'm still debating if I want to get into the whole like YouTube you know thing or you know just do recordings and put it on Facebook or whatever but you know I don't your favorite swimbait podcast is now proudly sponsored by Leviathan Rods. Leviathan Rods is a Texas-based fishing rod company that's handcrafted and uses high-end, made-in-the-USA rod blanks. Every sale from Leviathan helps support foster youth and their families. With Leviathan Rods, you're not only going to feel a difference, but you're going to help make a difference, too. Friends of the show will also get 20% off their rod purchases by using code SCALES20 at checkout. So whether you're fishing a Depths 250 or a square bill, make sure you're using the best rod choice out there, Leviathan Rods. I don't want to be showing it for like, I don't want to get the wrong attention based yeah. on said content, you know, visual stimulators, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah, um, right. So, you know, and so that was another reason why I stayed quiet. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen me nowadays. I don't, I don't give two shits anymore, you know, cause I'm like, I've been around long enough. I've, I fished these baits. I know these dudes you know, and so I, I enjoy, you know, beefing on some people, you know, because those are the people that, you know, I consider friends, you know, people who are giving me a hard time, you know, I know they care about me, they, you know, they see me fishing and actually fishing. And, you know, just trying to, you know, be better than I was last year. And those, those are the, you know, people that I appreciate. And, uh, you know, that's what I had to learn from just, you know, being quiet on the page and just, you know, watching, learning, you know, typing things into that search bar for sure. Yeah, I think um, there's there's a line when you first join the pages and like it's weird, like you don't you don't know anybody. You see all these people comment on it. And then after being in the page for two, three months, you start to see kind of a couple of the same names pop up on posts or in comments. And you're kind of like, oh, OK, like. I'm starting to to recognize names and, and profile pictures and stuff. And then, you know, that goes on for however long and you kind of start to talk to people and, and like out of the blue, then you just start meeting these people. It, it mm -hmm. gets together or you realize, oh, this guy only lives an hour and a half away. Like we're going to drive 45 minutes and fish this spot that neither of us fished. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I, I had no idea who these people were. And now fast forward in my case, four or five years, six years, like, oh my gosh, like I'm best friends and I talk to a lot of these guys all day, every day. Like, it's such a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and no, it, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's really weird when you meet them for the first time and you're like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm meeting you. Like, that's cool. But that's also kind of weird, I guess. 
Yeah. And, you know, I got to say, too, that I so, you know, with that ex, you know, he he made sure to tell me, like, you know, who to stay kind of like stay away from, yeah. you know, who are the people to watch out for as in like, you know, whatever they post, do what they say or like these are the, you know, people to you know, like, look at their fish, look at what they're fishing, like, they have videos, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, that's how, you know, I kind of learned, um, you know, about Johnny Ellis, and, you know, all the amazing stuff that, you know, he does, um, you know, for the page. And I'll never forget the first time he liked one of my, you know, things, yeah. you know, my ex was like, Oh, my God, like, Johnny liked your thing. And I'm like, who <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm like i don't i don't know <laughs> so now it's funny you know johnny johnny and i have a, you know a really funny relationship now um online you know <laughs> yeah but you know like i i've just been very fortunate to you know have made the the friendships that i've that i have um you know i i would like to think i have a pretty pretty solid you know group of dudes you know out there that you know I could I could call them up anytime and be like, you know, yo, I'm in your area. Let's go fishing and, you know, we'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you remember your first post that you had posted on Universe or Facebook just in general? Any swim bait page? Oh, gosh. To be honest, I don't, but I'm kind of hoping that maybe you found it. <laughs> no, no, I was just asking. I mean, I don't look, but yeah, I was just asking. I didn't know if you remember. Oh. Do you remember... Do you remember your first bait or how, how you went about getting your first bait? So, so the very first swim bait that I actually ever threw was the uh, OD rat. It was a reg. And um, I've heard it called blurple, oil spill. I don't It was one of those. Right. And, you know, just like watching, you know, that like the wake of that right going through the water you know that that really like turned me on to like you know the the potential of you know swim baits and just like mimicking what is actually in the water that the fish eat so the very first swim bait fish that i ever caught was with a gill shell cracker <laughs> and i adore all shell crackers like anytime i see them i buy them you know if i'm you know sending it off into the you know sky at night because it snapped off or you know if it goes into a tree or something like that you know it's one of those baits that you know it's, i think they're around 45 55 dollars nowadays but yeah. you know when when i first started you know they weren't too bad i think they were only maybe in the 40 dollar range so, you know, I was picking them up as much as I could. Um, and so that's kind of like what got me into, you know, wake fishing. And, you know, it's funny, you, I think in one of your, you know, uh, other questions about, you know, are you going to wake like the rest of us? Um, you know, it's so true. Um, you know, that was kind of my, my main, um, you know, swim bait fish, at least for last year, was on a wake bait. So I was trying to buy other styles of baits as well and it you know it's hard and, and then it goes back to you know using the search bar you know um i was listening to one of your other po uh, podcasts about you know oh is the depths you know 250 relevant anymore oh, yeah. and you know and it and it's just like you know instead of asking questions find one throw it see if you like it you know see if you can like figure it out try and like test out different you know, retrieves. And if you really don't like it, then, you know, get something else. 
Um, so, you know, I really tried to, you know, get as many different varieties of swim baits as I could. And so, you know, for me, it's like a challenge. I'm like, I, I like to put that one bait on and I won't take it off until I catch something. Like, that's just how I am. <laughs> yeah. And I think it helps a lot too. Um, if, if, if somebody is newer and they're not sure on a bait, I mean, Jason Carroll has mm -hmm. um, a look, I mean, I think he has like 90 videos, just at least just on Instagram of, mm -hmm. of all these baits to swim. And I wish like, I wish that was a thing when I first started, cause that would have saved me so much money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, so do you, the first fish you caught, like, did, did you ever post that or did you kind of keep that to yourself? No, I. I did post it, but you know, I, I knew that, you know, I, I, I want to say that fish was maybe four pounds, you know, <laughs> unless it's a five pounder, nobody really cares. <laughs> and so like, I kind of knew that from, from the get go. And, you know, I knew that I was going to get attention anyway. And so like, I tried to be very careful with, with how I posted and, um, you know, one of my number one, you know, questions that I get a lot from people, you know, is, oh, guys must hit you up all the time. And I'm like, to be honest, not really. <laughs> I, I think the, the thing is, is that, you know, I, I present myself in a way that, you know, I'm actually out to fish. I'm not here, you know, because I'm getting baits for a boyfriend, you know, waiting yeah. in line for them or, you know, oh, like I'm trying to get clout by, you know, you know, slinging an eight foot six rod, you know, it's like, no, I'm just yeah. doing that because I want to do that because I need to, you know, based off of the, the, the baits that I have, I need the correct gear to go with it. You know, I'm not doing it to, to stick out. I, I, I do that already as it is, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to fish. How, what it was like to join this group mm -hmm. full of 97.9% of guys like was that an off put to you or did you not really care because there was no reason to care about it uh for me it, it really wasn't that big of a deal you know I had grown up you know fishing you know primarily with guys um you know most of my you know uh you know girl friends you know, would always be like, oh, you know, fishing is boring. And, and I would explain to them like, you know, no, it's not boring at all. If it's boring, then you're not doing it right. Um, so, you know, when I joined it, it wasn't scary or awkward or anything like that, because, you know, I knew that from from just what I saw, just kind of like flicking, you know, scrolling through the universe, these guys knew and know what they're talking about. And so, you know, I was just super excited. To, to be part of, you know, a different group. I, I mean, it, it was funny, you know, I've been on social media. Um, you know, I remember like waking up on Saturday mornings at, to watch fishing, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was my exposure, uh, besides being on the water. So yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't awkward or scary or, or anything like that. I also grew up with four older brothers. Okay. So yeah. So like, it wasn't, you know, I was already used to that kind of humor and, you know, um, torture, really. Yeah. <laughs> so on your first post, like the first post you remember posting, at least, do you remember, like, uh, obviously it happens everywhere, like just some creeps kind of filing through and dropping their two cents in there? Or was it all pretty much all clean and good fashion on that post? 
say my first post, you know, people didn't really know who I was, so they kind of like left me alone. Um, but I mean, you know, since since being more vocal and on the page, you know, I've definitely had, you know, people kind of like, quote unquote, come at me. But again, those are mostly like my friends who I actually do fish with, you know, outside of, you know, uh, Facebook land. Um, but, you know, there there have been some, you know, like, you know, oh, hey, beautiful or whatever in my DMs. But yeah. I've kind I've gotten better at, you know, when somebody does friend request me, I immediately go to see who our mutual friends are. And if our mutual friends are nothing but girls, no. <laughs> like it's just like I, I know what this is. Like, no, thank you. Like I'm I'm good. Maybe, maybe you can get, you know, them to, you know, join their Patreon or whatever. Like I'm not like that's not me. <laughs> right. yeah. Jeez. So, but it doesn't happen often, to be honest. Right. And so like it, I mean, it kind of is just more or less like you're just, you're just another guy in the group. Like you're just another dude <laughs> in the circle, more or less. That's really all it comes down to. Pretty much. And don't ask Glenn Rappa about that because, you know, he <laughs> did make some assumptions about me being a lesbian. That was, that was a riot. I don't know if you witnessed any of that. That poor man just... <laughs> Oh, he he got roasted so bad for that. It was hilarious. I believe that. Oh, jeez. Um, was so. I mean, do you remember? Like, uh, well, obviously, you mentioned that your ex was into it and stuff. Did you guys ever fish much, or was he kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna go fishing and and you can just stay home type thing? Or did you guys go no. out? Did you fish a lot together? So so yeah. So, and um, you know, so like. He lived on in one part of New Hampshire. I lived in the other. So, like, we would actually, like, get together and then, like, go fishing. So, you know, the fishing was fine <laughs> between us. You know, I don't have, you know, issue fishing with people. Yeah. And do you remember, like, when, you know, a couple of years down the road, do you remember, like, have you ever been out fishing and seen somebody else fishing a swim bait? You're like, oh, like, I wonder who that is. Or is it pretty kind of is it a little bit more niche where you are? I, I am so terrible, like the new England region. So I don't know yeah. like where people fish or how, how they fish out there. Yeah. 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 So, so where I am in New Hampshire, um, I'm actually, I'm actually closer to the main border than anything else. Um, so that's definitely on my, um, you know, radar for this year is to actually, you know, get my main license and get up there and go fishing. Um, I do have some, you know, friends who, you know, I've, I've met on the, you know, pages and whatnot, um, who I need to get up there and go fishing with. But, um, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm mostly fishing by myself, um, here in New Hampshire, close by. Um, but I do travel down to Massachusetts a lot. Um, I was part of Slay Nation down there, uh, for the small vessel, um, uh, group, but, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do that this year. Um, it was a lot, uh, you know, just money wise, driving wise, I'd rather, you know, actually like set up dates with, you know, a lot of the Massachusetts swim bait guys. Um, and go fishing and do that instead. Yeah. How, how far is Mass from New Hampshire or where you're at? It's got to be, it's, is it south of you or east of you or? It's south. Um, so 
let's see. I'm on the coast. So, you know, I can go, I can go straight down, you know, on, um, 95 or I can go around on 495. So it really honestly depends on where the people are because, you know, you can take, you know, quote unquote back roads to, you know, get down there. Like, yes, it'll take longer to get down there, but you're avoiding traffic, which would have been added onto your trip anyway. So how how far is it like time-wise? Um, I'd say to actually get to Massachusetts, maybe an hour and a half, maybe. Damn. Okay. So that's like, in, in my standards, that's like super close. Like that's like, yeah, that's like a drive, like a commute to work. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it, it's yeah. really not that bad. Um, yeah. to be honest. So when you, uh, you fish, a, uh, you fish alone a lot. Are you doing this from a kayak or do you have a little John boat or how do you go about that? I do have a kayak. I have a 13 foot vibe sea ghost. Um, so shout out to, uh, Mick hobbies TV. Um, he, um, actually was running the, uh, slay nation, uh, group that I was in last year. And, um, you know, he was talking about it and, you know, was like, Oh, I'm not sure, you know, if I want to sell this, but you know, it doesn't really get used, you know, um, I have a new Hobie now. And so I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, like, you know, if you're interested in selling it, you know, let me know. And, you know, so it was like back and forth, back and forth for about a month and a half or so. And, you know, I, I had to go and get a, a, a new roof rack. Um, so, so that was, that was really nice. Um, let's see here. Oh my gosh, he's going to kill me. Um, give me one second here. Uh, yeah. So, um, so it was, um, Eric Tolley, sorry, his brain just, com- or his name just completely escaped my brain, sorry. Um, so yeah, so Eric Tolley uh, sold me um, a Yakima roof rack that I put onto my Toyota Corolla. Um, and so I went down to, you know, Mass, and I, I picked up that 13-foot kayak and put it on my 15-foot Corolla, and, you know, I've been fishing ever since. Damn, so is it, is it a pedal drive or is it a paddle? It's a paddle. Okay. Had you fished in kayaks before? Or was this kind of a little bit of a learning curve? It was a hundred percent a learning curve. Um, <laughs> I had, you know, primarily just fish from shore or, you know, from my rowboat or, you know, people who had, you know, crawdads or, you know, john boats and stuff like that. So I had never like, I've been kayaking before, but not fishing while kayaking at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Was it, I mean, bank fishing and in the rowboat and stuff, you can obviously bring a good amount of stuff. Did you, mm-hmm. did you have to kind of limit your gear from going from that style to kayak fishing or were you able to still fit all the stuff you normally take in your kayak comfortably? So it was definitely a learning curve. You know, I was taking out way too much stuff, you know, originally, um, you know, I had like a duffel bag, I had four rods, you know, um, you know, my scale, my phone, um, you know, I always had like an energy drink and like a power raid, you know, and, you know, in a kayak, you lose room fast. Um, and so, you know, it was definitely a learning curve. So, you know, now I usually will only take out two to three rods and then, you know, what I tie on is basically what I'm like using, like for the rest of the day. 
Um, you know, and that's, and that's the thing with swim baits, you know, unless you're throwing it, you're not going to catch anything with it. So, you know, that was, that was definitely one of the hardest things for me was, you know, not to keep switching baits, you know? So when you take out more and more stuff, you know, you're more likely to keep changing and it's like, you know, you're not going to catch anything (laughs) or at least in my experience. Yeah. How many, can you fit like two or three rods on your kayak or do you usually try to limit it to one or two rods? Um, so I do have like two, um, you know, manufactured, you know, rod holders in it. And then I usually will like lay one or two down, um, you know, you know, pointing kind of like straight out the front. Um, but it really depends on, you know, if I'm in a tournament, I'll take as many, you know, as I can. But if I'm just like, you know, trying a bait, then I'll take just one. Yeah. So you get this kayak and it gets you off the bank. Did how, like, how much would you say that elevated your fishing? Like, did you, did you just start to explore all these new bodies of water or did you still kind of stay to what you knew? But I mean, you were able to be out in that lake actually now. Yeah, no, I was definitely able to, you know, travel around more. And, you know, the hardest part for me was, you know, finding, you know, kayak boat ramps that that are friendly to, you know, kayaks, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because, you know, we see all of those, you know, horror, you know, um, you know, boat uh, trailers, you know, being oh, backed yeah. up and people like laughing Hot at, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. like, I, I was really self-conscious, um, you know, with my kayak. You know, I'm I'm five foot two. Again, my car is 15 feet long. My kayak is 13 feet long. It's 90 pounds. You know, I look a little funny. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and now that I'm used to it, you know, it's funny, you know, because, you know, guys will come up to me and they'll kind of, like, look at me and they'll be like, do you need help? And you know, it finally got to the point where I was like, oh, you know what? I've just been waiting for a guy to ask me to help so that I can get this off my car. And they just kind of like look at me and I'm like, I, I don't need your help, but thank you. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so, you know, for, for me, it's just like, okay, like I appreciate that, you know, you're, you feel the need. <laughs> to ask me you know if i need help but it's like well how the hell did i get it here (laughs) you know so it's like you know i have to kind of like dial it back a little bit and you know i already stick out like a sore thumb as it is so you know i try to go either really late at night or like really early in the morning that way i don't have to deal with with any of that so i definitely explored more places around me um but you know i i but i was going everywhere you know vermont new hampshire massachusetts um sadly i didn't get up to maine but um that's definitely on my list this year dang so did you do you find yourself still like shore banging a lot or are you just like i have this kayak and it's just nothing's gonna hold me back and i'm gonna go explore it depends on the weather to be honest i mean you know I got in great shape, you know, slinging that kayak um, yeah, all summer really. long. But, you know, there were some times where I was like, I just want to go fishing. And so, you know, I do have a little spot um, uh, up in Alton, New Hampshire, that I like to go to. And, you know, I've got some decent fish, you know, just shore banging from there. But, like, what I like throwing there is, like, all my weird stuff, you know, just to see. Because, like, 
the road is kind of like lifted up and then like the water is like just a little further down. So like you can actually like see kind of aerial view of like what's happening with the bait. Yeah. And so, you know, I like to practice um, with stuff there and there are um, there uh, uh, there's lily pads. There's like regular, you know, um, uh yeah, right. I can't remember the the actual, um, you know, different types of aquatic, you know, foliage down there. But, um, you know, so it, it's just good practice, really. Right. Are you do you have the kayak on your car all the time or do you kind of have a storage place that you drop it off at when you're not using it? So normally in the summer, it's it's up there. It goes yeah, with me no sense. matter where I go. Um, yeah. Well, you were in Virginia, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I remember yeah. seeing your post, uh, and it was on there. It was like a 15-hour drive for you, too, wasn't it? Or it was. Crazy? Yeah, people were like, you're crazy. Not only did you drive down with your kayak, but you went by yourself. And I was yeah. like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember you got there Wednesday night. Is that when you got there? Yeah, I was one of the first people there. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember getting up Thursday at 2 a.m., and I had seen your post, and I'm like, oh, like, somebody's already there. I'm like, oh, geez, well. I'm like, well, we got, we got, what was it like? It was only like 14 or 15 hours for us. I'm like, well, we'll be there soon enough. We just got to get yeah. on the road now. <laughs> yeah, no, it really wasn't that bad. I, I wanted to be on the road by 3 a.m. Um, uh, but I didn't, I didn't actually get out until about four. And then, you know, I, I unfortunately had a little bit of, uh, you know, nightmare with my kayak. It, it decided to, uh, the, my front rack decided to come off of my, um, uh, the like top of my car. Yeah. Um, it like uncoupled from, from the body of the car. And so my, my kayak did try to be a horse, tried to, you know, rear a couple times. So that was a little scary. That sent me back about an hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that, you know, I strapped it down, you know, um, had a little meltdown with Wayne, um, and he calmed me down <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then I got back out there and then I think, so yeah, so I left about four o'clock in the morning and then I didn't get down there until just after, I want to say seven. Which I mean, that's, that's not bad at all. No, really. like, yeah. So, you know, so I tried to, you know leave when it was dark i really my biggest thing was i was trying to just get past new york city i wanted to be past yeah. it by six and yep. you know it just didn't happen <laughs> yeah that's what uh that's what we did we got up at around two left at around two thirty, two forty-five, and i my biggest thing was like i just want to get through detroit as fast as we can before like before traffic really starts and then we got mm -hmm. through detroit and then went through Pittsburgh, and that was honestly a super easy, just cruise right through there. It wasn't too busy. Yeah. And, and uh, just took a shit ton of back roads through the mountains of, like, Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia. I mean, it took us, like, it took me, like, two and a half hours to go, like, 45 miles. It was yeah. so terrible. I hated that drive so much. And that was, like, the one time that my girlfriend's like, oh, you can drive. So I started to drive, and I just, I like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is absolutely <laughs> Terrible. I couldn't go more than like 35 miles an hour at a time because there was a curve or I was like getting up a hill. I'm like, oh, I don't want this to curve. It was so like, that was the only bad thing of the whole trip was that little 30 mile section. 
Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I was, I was cruising, you know, um, I, I, I must look so funny on the highway, you know, driving with, with that giant kayak, you know, with my license plate, bad bass. They're like, Oh geez, <laughs> it's just, please get out of my way. I'm trying to go fishing things. Yeah. So <laughs> for your rods, do you put your back seat down and put them through the trunk and have them sit on your, uh, on like your visor or how do you go about getting all your gear and stuff in your car? So ask any of my friends or anybody that I work with, um, you know, my, my front passengers are my rods. Um, uh, okay, so, yeah. yeah. So what I did was I took the headrest off of my, you know, front seat. Yep. Um, and so then, you know, because I have, I have an eight foot, let's see, I, I wrote this shit down. Um, let's see. I have an eight foot six. I want to say, that's my Dobbins 806. I know I also have the the Buka, um, uh, the swim bait. His yeah, uh, yeah I have his uh, eight three. Um, I have some that are like seven six. I don't know. I have six rods right now. Um, I don't have them with me at the moment, but um, yeah. So I was trying to like from memory, you know, write down everything that I had, but I kind of just like put them in from like the front driver's seat and then kind of like not twist them, but kind of just like keep like pushing them in without hitting the other headrest. And then I just lay them flat from the, you know, dashboard to the back and they, they sit perfectly flat and you know, it works and you know, I'm, I'm not worrying about, you know, um, you know, them like bending or any weird way. You know, I'm sure people are going to give me shit being like, Oh, you shouldn't leave your rods out in really hot weather, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, if you're out on your kayak or your boat just fishing and the sun is just beating down on it, what's the difference? You know, like, oh, it's sitting in a hot car, this, that, and the other. But trust me, my my gear is just fine. And if not, I send it to Mike Mello uh with real deal and you know, he takes care of me. I mean, I I abuse the shit out of my rods. Yeah. I all my <laughs> oh, stuff, oh, yeah. so I won't lie. <laughs> oh yeah. I I've uh, I've destroyed, you know, the the top uh, you know, guides, you know, like, you know, being pissed off or like it's like, you know, really rainy or something like that and I'm just trying to get back in my car, you know, I'll try yeah. and like throw them in there, you know, I'm definitely not graceful, you know, with my equipment. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. I'm the same exact way. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> When, when you got into it, what was, what was the first setup that you had ended up getting or using when you first got into swim bait fishing? So funny enough. So when I bought my first, my own, you know, I, you know, I went to Bass Pro Shops. It was a couple years ago and I was like, you know, at the time I was basically just throwing like spinner baits, you know, Senkos, stuff like that. So I got set up with the uh, Lose Mach 2 and, you know, the baitcaster and, yeah. you know, and I'm a lefty, you know, not, I'm not left-handed, but when I fish, I fish and reel with my left hand. And, you know, and so that was, you know, my go-to rod and I beat that thing to the ground. I mean, I don't even, the noise, the, the sad, sad noises that that thing would make when I would try and reel it in, it was just like... Like it was just horrible. Um, <laughs> so then my very first swim bait setup was actually um oh uh uh the the Okuma 
uh, the Komodo SS. Yeah. That thing was massive. Like, and I, actually, um, with my ex, that was what he had, but he had his on the right side. And so, like, I was, like, having to, like, reteach myself, like, how to use a baitcaster, which I had already known how to use, but trying to, like, you know, throw it and retrieve on the opposite side or whatever. And so then I found one that was actually on the left. And so I, I bought it. And, you know, at the time, God, I think I paid, I think I paid 150 bucks for it. And that was the first time that I had ever bought, like, just a reel. Normally, you know, I'd go to Bass Pro or even, like, Walmart and just get, like, the Baitcaster, you know, combo. Yeah, yeah. And so then, so I got the, the Komodo SS. And it was really yeah. funny. I bought I bought the Komodo SS. I bought a, a Shimano Cardiff, and then I can't. I have a couple Daiwas. Uh, I I think I have two different Tatulas. I can't remember the the gear ratios at the moment. Um, but I had all those, but I didn't even have any rods. <laughs> so I was just you know continuing to use you know my Mach two or whatever, and so then I really got into swim baits at Boxborough last year. Yeah, that's that, what I was going to ask you. Yeah, so I I I was very let's see, I'm trying to remember. That's right. So that's when I I met Dan Kenny and um you know, uh Jim Halpin and you know all those guys and I remember you know people talking about getting to to the line early. And, you know, I had heard that people were camping out on like Wednesday or whatever, you know, um, you know, before that Friday. And so I got there at five o'clock in the morning on on Friday. Um, And I was I think I was about 50th or 60th in line. And, you know, it was funny. And then that's when I kind of like you know, started like noticing the, the dynamics of the guys and, you know, and, you know, then seeing the girls that were there or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, they're not actually here to fish, <laughs> you know? And yeah. so then like, I kind of was just kind of like sitting there cause I didn't really know anybody at that point, you know? Right. And I was like, I, I know what I need to get, but I don't know like who to talk to, you know? And so then like people like I was like introducing myself to like some other people and then you know um <laughs> I remember you know seeing uh, you know um you know Anthony Aceto I think he stumbled out of a tent at one point um you know I'd never like met him before but I you know I'd seen him you know yeah. online so that was that was fun um but you know I was there for a piz you know just like everybody else and you know I I got my my blue oyster run and you know that has definitely been my top producing fish um I'm trying to remember if I think I got the the psycho trout at um the I think I got that one at the New England uh uh swim bait expo okay. um yeah. I, yeah so you know i i really had to you know learn what was good for for rods i mean you know i i would love to one day get a leviathan and if if i do it's gonna have to be custom it's gonna have to be purple like they're like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it you know what yeah. i mean 
Um, and you know, and like, I'm, I'm kind of silly in the sense that like, I, what's that, the Daiwa, the purple one, that, that big one uh, that they came out with, uh, was it last year? Yeah. I, is that the Steez? It might be the Steez. I don't know. It, that thing is massive. Uh, Dover Marina, uh, by me, um, you know, Akai, the kayak guy, he was, you know, showing it to me and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, so like I would be that person to, to get a purple Leviathan. I would get that Daiwa. I would only throw purple baits with it. Like I'm one of those, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have the, um, uh, the Piz, um, yep. F5 and, you know, I, so that's like the Tiffany, you know, blue I have, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I can't remember which, uh, di uh, Tatula I have, but it has like a blue accent on it and I only throw Piz with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you kind of uh, have to. It says Piz on it. I feel like you know what I mean? Like, you know, I would feel weird. And you know what's awful is, you know, that, that big fish that I caught with, with the runt over the summer. You know, I caught that on the 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 Buka uh, Dobbins. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, my, yeah. Funny enough, my my Leviathan, I put a I put a purple uh, heat shrink on my my whole rod. Well, it's like uh, probably about half of my handle is purple, the other half is black, and then mm -hmm. a DRT like rope wrap, so it has like that spiral all the way up it. And like nice. Michael, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get purple handles for it, and then I just, yep. I just never did. But I'm like, oh, it looks cool enough how it is. <laughs> oh, you have to get the hot, the hog tech ones. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking those for the uh, the color changing uh, go yes. ones. Those are so cool. Yeah, JT got those uh, down in uh, Virginia, and um, we we fished the tournament together. And dude, those were six. The the, the Gomex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, did you fish Friday uh, when you had gotten down? Or no, you said you got down there Thursday, I, right? I got or there Wednesday, Wednesday, and I did. I did catch one fish, um, and I caught it on the run. And I was pretty lucky. I was like one of like a handful yeah, that really. actually caught fish while you know we were there. Um, so I was like. I'm happy. Like, I don't even care. Like I caught a fish. You didn't like, <laughs> yeah, there's no, that's like, that's like historically how it is. Like the fishing <laughs> there, whenever we're there is always super freaking tough. Like it's just how, yeah. just how it lands. I, I swear it just is bad juju or something. Yeah. Yep. So, and you know, so, you know, it was a, such a great campground. Um, you know, I definitely, definitely want to do it again, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to drive again. Um, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it was really unfortunate because, you know, I really wanted to put my kayak, you know, out there. And, you know, unfortunately, I had to, you know, I had to, I'm, tr I'm trying to form my words here. No, you're fine. <laughs> I had to realize that, Yes, I may think that I'm capable of handling, you know, any water, you know, this, that, and the other. It just wasn't safe. And, right. you know, and so that was really hard for me to, you know, see all these guys who like brought their boats and, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, 
I can't even put my kayak out there. Like, so it was, it was really like kind of humbling, I guess, you know, to, to just be like, you know, oh, you know, I, I have to remember, you know, I'm, I'm only capable of what, you know, I, I can, you know, manage. And, you know, I, you see, you know, these horror stories, you know, of, you know, these, you know, kids, you know, flipping their kayaks and, you know, losing their lives and stuff like that. And it's just like, I, I don't want to be part of that statistic. You know, I don't want to be a dumbass. you know, I don't want to, you know, yeah. ruin it for everybody else, you know? So, you know, um, we ended up renting a, uh, JT and I, we rented uh, a John boat, um, mm-hmm. from, I can't remember the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really dope. So, um, you know, the, the guy who, uh, was like running it or whatever was like, Oh yeah, you guys can just take my boat. No big deal. And we're like, um, yes, please. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, it was really fun. And I know JT caught his PB down there. Like that was so dope. Um, I got mad at him actually, because I was like, you didn't even tell me you were here. And then you went fishing and then you caught your PB. Like we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I, I don't, I don't even remember if I knew he was going to be there until like Thursday night, which he didn't even know by the sounds of it. He wasn't going to be there. Until yeah. He knew like, like a day before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, Yeah. I guess the one the one perk about driving down is you can buy a rod and you can you can get it home. Like if you fly down there, <laughs> you are not necessarily limited, but you're not going to buy a bunch of rods or anything if that's what you plan on doing. Unless you want to fly yeah. back with a nine yeah. foot rod tube, which you could. But I mean, that's right. just way way more expensive that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do have a one of those big like Plano. Um, yeah. you know, fish, uh, you know, rod holders. I, I took it, uh, down to Costa Rica, uh, several years ago. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Um, yeah. going back to the Boxborough show last year, how many of those people ahead of you were all 50 or 60 of them there for swim baits or were they just there to be in line early? <laughs> uh, well, that's a tricky question. Um, I was going to say they're really there just for one yeah i should say maker um but but yeah so the so primarily you know the people who are getting up so like you know uh i was there at 5 a.m and that was too late um to get there but i still i was very lucky i did uh end up with my blue oyster runt um but then when i was you know in virginia um you know we meaning jt and i we were ready we were ready and it was kind of funny so like there were like people like hanging out like super late like at our campsite and we were like yeah i think we're gonna head to bed yeah we definitely didn't head to bed um we ended up like packing up our stuff and like we were like kind of like casually like walking around the pavilion and then like it was 2 a.m and so like we all just like ran over and it was it was like a mob like we don't even know where all these people were you know because we saw yeah so like we saw will give uh gilfus and oh my god that poor man (laughs) he opened a can can on some of those people that were there way a little too early yeah and so so we actually like showed up at the butt end of that and so like we kind of gave him like the deer you know caught in headlights you know look and he looks at us and he was yeah. And he was like, just come back in two minutes or something. Come back in a few minutes. And then once it was 2 a.m., like we thought we were going to be like the first like 10. Yeah. 
suddenly somehow 50 people just like came out of nowhere. And I will be honest, there was some people in front of us who were literally just like in a circle. And like they somehow got to go in before me when it was supposed to be like one on one. But, you know, hey, I'm a girl. What am I supposed to know on how it works? You know, but. But it was fun. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. I know there was a guy who tried to line up at like six o'clock Friday night. <gasps> I got done setting up at my yes. booth and they were walking back. Yeah. And uh, I ran. Maybe I was walk. I was walking back to uh, to the to the boats and stuff with Will. Mm-hmm. And somebody Wayne either called him or, or Will and I were talking, and he's like, "Oh, I just had to throw a guy out." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Oh yeah, he sat down, and he's like, I knew he, I knew what he was here for, but he didn't know what he was here for." And so I, <laughs> told back, I told him to come back in the morning. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like that, that is absolutely ridiculous." Yep. I mean, I'm not surprised to be honest, but then you know, you'll see Wayne like he posted earlier today that there's going to be two of those new runs, you know. You know, as as combo packs or whatever. And it's like, dude, you're asking for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's I mean, gonna, that's, that's the fun. That's the, you know? Yeah, that'll be interesting. So are Foxborough's this weekend, right? It is indeed. Are you going to go to it? Or are you sitting this one out? Oh, I'm absolutely going. I was looking at my bank account earlier and I'm like, hmm. All right. How much can I swing? <laughs> right, yeah. How far would you like for you? So I'm very lucky. I have friends that live in Lunenburg, Massachusetts. Um, okay. And, you know, they're not fish related at all. You know, they're friends from college. Um, yeah. And so they're pretty, you know, they're uh, for Massachusetts. It's v- very close to the New Hampshire border. But from there, it's kind of like central. So, you know, I, I'm only. I would say about 15 minutes from Boxborough from their house. 20 minutes i would say less than a half an hour so it's like it's clutch um so i usually stay with them um when i you know go to you know fishing or any events like that yeah yeah and then you tell them not to be worried when they hear the door open up at 2 a.m in the morning you're just getting going live (laughs) oh yeah absolutely oh yeah they they already know you know that you know i leave early you know i i come in late (laughs) right yeah is there does Boxborough have, um, do they have any rules on when their lines are allowed to start to form or anything? Uh, I, I want to say they, I know that it was Swimbait Universe that said, you know, no, nothing before such and such time, but I don't know if Dan Kenny is going to turn people away like that because you know, that's the type of thing that gets people interested, you know, being like, whoa, like, why are people like waiting in line in, you know, the end of January, you know, for, for, you know, stuff to fish with, um, you know, so I think it's a, it's a little bit of, of like, do we stop this or do we just let it ride until it gets like really out of hand? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really not sure what, what they'll do, you know, cause either way, I mean, I don't think I, I don't think I'll be able to go on Friday, but you know, Saturday I'll, I'll be out there. I'm just not sure when. <laughs> is, is the weather shaping up to be as bad as it was last year? Or how's that looking? Uh, to be honest, I, I haven't looked into it. Um, you know, I came prepared last year and, you know, I was out, 
ice fishing, you know, on Sunday. Um, and you know, I, I have the gear that I need. <laughs> yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know necessarily what we're talking about last year, was it just a big snowstorm or was it just cold, cold and snow? It was both. So, so there was little to no snow. And then suddenly it was like a blizzard, um, on Saturday. And actually it was, it was funny. So I had waited in line on Friday, stayed all day. Um, and then that next day I thought about going again. And then I was like, you know, I already got my piz. You know, I already got my OD rat. I'm not, I'm not really sure if I need anything else. And so, you know, my buddies and I, we just went uh, skiing at Wachusett instead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's skiing weather. That's not go wait in line. <laughs> for, for, for yeah. Yeah. But then I did go back on Sunday. So it's a great show. Yeah. Is it, is it pretty big? Yeah, it's definitely big. Um, there's tons of different vendors. Um, you know, what I really liked about it is that, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's family friendly, as in, like, you know, people are encouraged to, you know, bring their kids and, you know, their wives and, you know, stuff like that, because there's yeah. all sorts of different types of vendors. Like, I don't know how much beef jerky I bought last year. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right for, for show season. I mean, you got, you got all the, the necessities, you got the beef jerky, and then you have all the guides that are there, and you got, mm -hmm. you got all the taxidermists and all those, all yep. those stands. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when when does your guys' season start to be worth going out to fish? Like, is it good at the end of March, or when is it usually like, okay, like, I'm going to either start to go fish the bank, or I'm going to get the kayak ready to go out next week, and when does that time roll around for you? To be honest, this is going to be my, like, official, like, first year of having my kayak from the beginning. So okay. with with how the weather has been, been aka cold for maybe like what the past month yeah. um you know i'm kind of hoping that you know we get a lot of snow you know to to help with um you know the ground and you know make sure those lakes and ponds you know get their fresh water and everything else you know for the season um and then, and then it really depends on when the ice is out because I'm probably going to try and be that crazy person, make sure it's legal, uh, to be out on the ice if I can chip my way through it. I'm going to get out there if I can, if there's open water out there. Yeah, I know there's a couple hardcore people like that, like uh, over over on the west or east side of the state. And I mean, that, good for you guys, but I'll just, I'll just wait until it gets a little bit warmer out. Like when it's like, <laughs> When it's like 40 degree air temperature, like that's when that's when I'm like, okay, like it, it's worth like, I'm going to go out and I'm not going to be absolutely miserable. Like I'll have some fun while I'm out there. Oh, <laughs> that's why you got to keep casting. You keep yourself yeah, warm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. What was I going to say? Uh, so, okay. We talked about like when, when you want to get out there, when does the fishing get like pretty decent? Like when does kind of the pre-spawn start to start, start to start? Yeah, start to start for you guys, I guess. <laughs> um, to be honest, I'm actually really not too sure. I've I was always more of a fall fisherman. Um, so you know, this year for me, really, you know, June and July, um, and August really uh were my top like performing months. Um, and and surprisingly, um, you know, it was mostly at night. Um, so when it was, you know, probably, you know, between, you know, 68, you know, maybe, you know, 74 degrees, 
um, you know, because it was pretty warm, um, you know, last year. So I'm interested to see what that's going to do to the fish this year. Um, you know, with the water temperatures being what they have been, you know, I, I think either it's going to, I think it's going to be sooner this year. Yeah. Um, to be on, to be really honest with you, but again, I don't have enough like year after year experience yeah, to know. Date. Yeah. So when when it does in that like June, July, or even like when you're night fishing and stuff, are you is your style of fishing primarily wake bait fishing, or do you like glide baits, or if you could like go out there and catch fish on whatever you would want, what would you pick? Mm-hmm. Well, for, for night fishing in general, I do primarily, you know, throw a wake, um, you know, my psycho gill, um, or excuse me, my psycho trout, um, caught my largest scale or yeah, uh, fish that I actually had a scale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, five pounds, 11 ounces. Um, so that was, that was definitely a nice fish. Um, and so that was just, you, you know, really slowly just like creeping it along and you know jt gave me you know really good advice being like go and find isolated lily pads and just fish all the way around it and you know and so i did that and bam you know i got that fish um and then i lost a couple you know really nice ones you know not too long after that um but, you know, like I said, I've, I'm trying to expand more on on different water columns. So right. in Virginia, I, I picked up the the last max depth. I just I, I just didn't want to, you know, post that I had one, um, you know, because it was bad enough that, you know, people knew that I was there and they were like, oh, what'd you get? And I'm like, oh, I got the max depth. And they're like, oh, what, what, what do you need for it? And I'm like, this is exactly why I didn't want yeah. to post about it you know um you know i i always see all that stuff like going up for you know um waffles and you know whatnot and it's just like uh i i just it's bad enough that you know i have to like really fish in order to be like taken seriously you know right. and then you see these guys you know coming and you know flipping these baits and everything else and i'm just like I have a really great job and I can afford these baits at retail, but come on, man. Like yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. making it hard for us who actually work. <laughs> was, was that the first run of max steps he had done? I don't know. No. So this was the, the four max step four. Okay. So is that, what did he, what's the thing that Wayne has at box bro? What is, what is that bait? I believe that's um oh, which runt is that? I know it's a gill paint. Let's see. I, I will not lie. I am so terrible at knowing like ninety percent <laughs> of bait builders and like what it is. Like I know the S two, I know the big chief, but like the runt and uh even like even or even Caesar's baits a toxic, like I have no idea which ones are which. Like I know what mm -hmm. they are, like if you were to show me a picture, but I couldn't tell you what the name of it is i just know what it does <laughs> yeah i gotcha yeah so um let's see so yeah so i have i have the blue oyster runt i have the the max depth four i have the little creep uh in the baby yoda um oh, okay. color 
Um, and then I have a, I, I can't, he's told me, but I can't remember what it's called. It's like, it's just like a little, you know, piz, like shad looking thing, but it has a bit, a blade on the back. Um, it's discontinued. He, he doesn't yeah. even make them anymore. I don't know what um, you're talking about, but I could, I, yeah, I could sit here for three hours and I'd never come up with the name of it. <laughs> well, and, and actually back to, you know, the, the very first, you know, times like, going through the swim bait page i had no idea it was a completely different language like trying to read like some of the posts you know um um i'm, I'm trying to think uh think of like so brand new inbox tk uh, right full float <laughs> yeah uh you know uh, PFA, um, you know, um, you know, four, and then like the sailboat, you know, and it's just like, what, like, what is, and so that was another reason why I stayed quiet for so long. I'm like, I have no idea what these, <laughs> these people are trying to say here. Oh, really? It's like, it's its own language half the yeah. time. I don't know what it was. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Ellis had posted something a couple weeks back and it was just, it was definitely a fishing bait or something like that. And I was like, I speak fish too. <laughs> uh, like, what, the, what, what does this even say? <laughs> the, one that, uh, the one that always got me for the longest time was the BNIB, like the brand new in box. I had no idea what that oh, was. Oh, yeah. Like this time last year. I'm like, what does this mean? Like, BNIB, XYZ. I'm like, what, what are you guys talking about? And then I saw... <laughs> somebody say something i'm like oh brand new in box that makes a lot of sense right <laughs> Jeez. um so w when did you get your first piz bait and how long was it until you had caught your first fish with it so i got it at boxborough last year okay and that show was a little later wasn't it it was was it in january i don't even remember i, I thought it was like maybe towards the beginning of february maybe it was yeah maybe i don't know i, I can't remember um but I don't, I'm trying to remember my first actual Piz fish. I was randomly driving around trying to find new places to fish. Um, you know, I, I, util, I utilize Google Maps yeah. um, for, for fishing spots. I put it on satellite. You know, I'm zooming in to make sure I can park in places, you know. And um, I can't remember exactly where it was, but you know, it was like, oh, here's a spot. And I'm like throwing it and I wasn't even paying attention. That's how swim bait fishing is, I swear. Like, I like threw it out there and I was like looking at my phone and then like I look back up and I don't see my bait and I'm like, where'd it go? And I, I start to like reel in really slowly and then I feel a tug and then I just set the hook and, you know, hey, there it was. <laughs> Wow. And like, I was just like laughing. And I remember, you know, I, I sent Paul a message being like, Oh, I finally got one. Um, so I want to say that was like May or April. I want to say, um, something like that. But you know, I, my biggest thing was just to get rash on it. You know, everybody talks about, you know, rashed baits, this, that, and the other, like, oh, well, you know, you're not fishing or, you know, your baits aren't being used unless you have rash on them. So like, that was like my main goal, honestly, last year, I was like, rash up as much as you can. And, you know, it really does make a difference, you know, when you're throwing it over and over and over again, you know, you're gonna catch something eventually. Oh, really? I mean, like you go out like some days and you look at the bait and then 
you know, you fish for maybe even only a couple hours, three, four hours, and you're walking back or whatever, and you're like, holy shit, like, this bait did not look like this when I first started today. Yeah, so I was going to say, so um, I, I keep talking about JT, but I love the kid to death. Um, you know, how many times has he had that psycho trout repainted? Oh four times? Four? Yeah, and then that bill replaced and stuff. The bill's been at least yeah. two or three times, too. You know, and like, that's how it should be, you know, like, you know, if, if you're a new bait person or, you know, whatever, put, put your baits in the hands of guys like that, because those are the ones you can trust who will actually, you know, give you good, solid, you know, advice or, you know, feedback. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's what you kind of need when you, when you're trying to do something, you need somebody that's going to literally fish the paint off like if they have to send it back to you and repair it then they're doing something right they're, and they're catching fish like it's hard to hard yeah. to argue that yeah absolutely um sorry i'm trying to look here oh what what's on the list of uh of baits that you want to get for this next upcoming year whether that be box burrow or drops or just just in general um uh, i'll be honest i have i have a pretty decent setup um let's see I just got my first pads. Um, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it? so I got the the three piece stick. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's it's white, and I'm really excited. <laughs> um, white was such a good producing bait for me last year, and always has. Um, and I, that's actually something I forgot to mention when I first got into fishing when I was a little kid. I learned very young white is the best it doesn't matter what it is whether you know it's a grub if it's a senko if it's you know like a kitek if it's a big old you know eight ounce you know swim bait uh yeah. white is the way to go um you know uh this is the way um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um and then uh for one of my secret santa gifts um i did get one of the uh lfod gills Oh, yeah. um, I, I was shocked. Um, I, 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 th I thought I was going to shit a brick. Um, <laughs> when I opened that box, I was like, this is not sitting in front of me. And that one's also white. Um, and then I have another, uh, LFOD. I have the, the trout. I want to say it's, I think it's the slim gill. Um, I got that one in Virginia. Um, oh God. So there was a debate on, a there was an od rat with the carbon bill do you remember yep. that yeah, yeah yeah what do you know why that started curious i've got i honestly have no idea no, like, no okay there's always so much stuff that goes on it's hard to like see stuff while it's happening and then like not see it like five days later or just like even see it at all like it's really surprising like if you go up and you look something up and you're like oh like I'm friends with this person or, oh, I've seen this guy's post before, but I didn't know he posts that much. Like when you look for a bait for sale or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so I had, you know, seen that there was like, you know, some buzz about this bait in particular. Um, oh, I feel like such a jerk. I can't remember uh, who it was who was posting it for sale. Long story short, I bought it. Um, you know, because, and my thing was, you know, I'm sick of people arguing about this bait. I'm going to buy it and I'm actually going to fish it. <laughs> um, so that's, that's on my lineup, um, for this year. Oh, I did. 
I did get the 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 new Clash Nine. Um, the I, oh, I, I saw that you posted that yesterday or two days ago or something. Um, well, this one, let's maybe, see. Maybe it was a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago. I had seen it. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Well, for me, I think at this point, it was almost about a month ago, um, that I, that I got it. Um, I, ugh. so when I bought, when I went to get it, um, they sold out so fast that I had to get the like catalog deal. So, you know, I basically paid like $50 for a catalog, <laughs> you know, and like 130 bucks for the bait, but that's okay. <laughs> color, um, which color K9 is it? Is it the laser color? Um, let's see, low float. I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. Um, um it, I don't know. I, I'd say it's a shad, you know, with kind of like a blue um, oh, yeah. pop. There's so many colors of DRT baits. It's hard. Like mm -hmm. there's guys who have all that stuff memorized. And I was like, yeah. I know some of them, but like you couldn't put one in front of my face and there's a good chance that I wouldn't know which one it was. I don't know. This says Joy Thief on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the working class zero color. That's the color that uh, Mike Gilbert always uses. And that I think, did you end up getting it off a of working class zero? Did you get it off a of DRT? I think I did get it off of working class. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's like I want to say that's his color for the most part. Mm. That's, that's where you usually get it is from working class zero. Yeah, but like if you turn it like you know in certain lights, it almost has like a gold kind of like you know um, to it opalescence like to it. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna do well regardless. And you know, I've seen the posts being like, oh, like I didn't like the swim of it, like blah blah blah. Again. Tie one bait on, go out for the entire day, get used to it. Every single bait is different. There's a purpose. There's a reason for it. You know, you just have to learn how to use it. Yeah, exactly. It's, so. uh, yeah, once you, once you get something, you just got to figure out what works for you and how, how that bait fishes. And I mean, nine times out of 10, you're going to be able to catch fish on it, whether it's, uh, whether it's something you like to do as far as like style wise or not. I mean, a lot, mm -hmm. I mean. It's hard to find a bait out there that doesn't catch fish. That's just flat out, I think, what it comes down to. Right. Well, it depends on if it actually is shaped like a fish or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's always, it's always a trade-off, I feel like. Well, you know, and then, you know, some of these bait makers out here making, like, wildly, you know, you know. Um, Interesting baits. Well, I was going to say, like, cartoon baits. Yeah, um, you know, and like I can't, I can't help myself to be like fish picks. <laughs> like, I yeah, can't, it, uh, can't help it. <laughs> can't help it's it. cool. Like it, the some of the stuff is like cool, like a novelty thing, and like yeah, sure. like, be cool to catch a fish on it. But I feel like oh, like ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe may, a fish would probably eat it if you cast it enough. But I don't know if that's gonna be the first first ideas come up and eat it. But who knows? I mean, fish fish are silly sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, if they're hungry, they'll go for it. Oh yeah, that's that's uh that's pretty much the truth, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um what we kind of touched on like the rods you have, but you had mentioned that you had 6 of them. So what what rods do you have and what uh what do you fish on certain rods? So so I do have that Piz F5 and yep. you know, like I was saying, um I have a Daiwa on that. I just I can't remember which Tatula it is. Um, 
And then I only throw Piz with that. And then um, for my, uh, I can't remember how um, long it is, but um, I have two different ghost codes. Um, I have a shorty. I want to say, I want to say the thing is like six, nine, like it's short, whatever it is. Um, so I usually will um, throw with that ghost code. Um you know, small, like, um, you know, swim baits, you know, cause I, I got this really cool look, looking, uh, herring from, um, uh, Buka's table in Virginia, um, yeah. that was, uh, paid in by Jen Crevasi and, um, dude, that thing is sick. I want to say it's at least five different, um, you know, moving pieces and, um, you know, so like something small like that, like I can just, I can just whip, whip with that. So, you know, for little baits, that's, that's what I like to throw with that rod. Um, but for my, uh, Komodo SS, I have that on my largest ghost code. Um, and you know, so I'm throwing things like my Sherpa crawler, my slammers, I'll probably be throwing my pats on that. Um, you know, any, anything big bait related, um let's see i do have a um the uh fury series uh dobbins that um i put my uh, uh shimano sahara on uh which is my spinning reel um so you know if i'm in like a regular kayak tournament or whatever you know i'll you i'll i'll throw kytex with that or you know whatever like if i really wanted to like throw a senko like i could um so that's basically just like conventional only. Um, and then I, I have a, uh, the, a Dobbins 806 uh, with my uh, Shimano Cardiff. I want to say that one's a 200, I think. Um, so it, it just, it really kind of depends on the size of the bait, as in like length, yeah. the weight. Um, and, and uh, to be honest with you, how much it makes my rod tip bend, like, you know, so like, if it's like way too much, then I I'll take it right off. Right. Um, I always have just a giant pile of braid. Um, so I usually, I want to say I usually go with 30 or 50 pound braid and that's all I throw. Um, you know, I, you know, there's always, you know, a debate on, you know, what people use for line, this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, I only throw braid. Um, it's just what I'm comfortable with. Um, you know, I, I usually do a double palm or not. And, you know, I, unless I haven't retied in a while, that's the only time that I'll snap off. And so I, I should probably count how many times I actually retie, you know, anytime I'm out. And it, it's quite a few. Um, yeah. That was one of the best, you know, pieces of advice I was ever given. You know, um, if you, you know, are casting it, you know, but don't catch anything, you know, but you hit like, you know, like a log or, you know, like whatever, retie. If you catch a fish, retie. And, you know, and so I'm, I'm always going through you know, braid <laughs> so yeah. that you know, I don't lose anything. I, I, I really like braid. That's what I fished for the first four years. And then I, I switched to co-poly this year and I don't know. I, I have to retie a lot more with co-poly and uh, mm -hmm. like, oh, I, I braid lasts me a lot longer. It's, mm -hmm. you know, braid obviously doesn't get memory or anything in it. And it's also like, I just, I have a lot of confidence in braid because like whatever I hook, 
I'm I'm yeah. fairly confident that it's not going to break me off, especially if it's like a pike or like you guys have pickerel and stuff out there. Yep. So I'm like, I mean, like I don't catch many pike, but it's like the one time that I'm fishing mono, exactly. copal, or floral, I'm going to break off a bait that I don't want to break off because I a pike bites it. And just luckily, it, it's a big enough pike to to muster down that bait, and then I'm just shit out of luck, shit out of a bait, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, back to, you know, specific baits, you know, that's where wake baits are great. They'll float back up to the top, you know, as long as, you know, the the fish, you know, shakes it off or whatever, you know, I, I've actually, I've only lost. Well, I lost uh, a real prey at one of my spots over here. That was sad. I don't know what the heck was down there. Um, I don't use any electronics or anything like that. And I was fishing at night and like, I was just fishing, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of doing like awkward, like, um, like when I'm fishing, I try to like, you know, think of like the face of a clock. And so I'll be like, oh, okay. So like, I'm going to fish at, you know, nine o'clock over here. Okay. Now I'm going to go over to three o'clock. And then I'll go back to 10 and then, you know, kind of like work, like go back to like 1 p.m., you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's why I was doing that. And, and I don't know what the heck happened, but, you know, it just obviously got stuck on something. And so, like, I thought I would be really, like, smart and I was going to, like, row over to it and then roll over to shore and just tie my line you know, so that I could come back for it, you know, during the day. And like, I was trying to like reel back to shore. I almost lost my rod, like, because I ran Mm. out of line and like the whole rod just like, I was like, Oh my God, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, just cut it. So I lost all my line. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, that's it. And so like, after that, I'm like, if I lose a bait, I'm like, and I have, and I have a retriever, you know, that like, yeah. yeah, but I've never like used it, you know, so I, I don't, I actually like, I don't know how to use it, <laughs> uh, yeah. but I have, I have one, but I don't know how to use it. I should probably um, buy one, but I just, I just haven't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so like, that was like the thing that I kind of did when I, you know, first got into, you know, the swim bait realm was I wanted to make sure that I had everything that I needed. Yeah. You, you know. Sure. yeah and you know and so i was you know again very fortunate to have you know befriended the people that i did and um you know so i was very lucky with you know some of the baits that were gifted to me and you know just you know the the access that i had you know where people would be like hey you know like kara actually fishes you know like you know, you should hook her up like, you know, with a good deal on this bait, you know, so like I was I was just super lucky and like I, I cannot complain uh, yes. whatsoever. That's, yeah, that's so awesome. How, yeah. how often do you night fish? Because that is like the well-known thing that that New England is is there for is is guys fishing in, you know, 30 degree weather and they're catching fish on top. So do you do that pretty often in the summertime or? Oh, do you yeah. Do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so usually what I would do, you know, so I, I work nine to five. Um, so I would get out at five, I would go home, I would get changed, you know, maybe eat something. And then I would drive to, you know, one of my local spots. And, you know, so I would be on the water probably by like seven, or like 730. And I would normally stay out until about three or four in the morning. Um, and then, you know, go home and then, you know, sleep for a little bit, wake up, be to work 
to nine and, you know, four, nine and work till five. And then I would do it again and again and again. And I did that for most of the summer. Um, you know, I had some friends being like, you are not out fishing again. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I'm out. Like, you know, I can't, I can't handle, you know, all these dudes catching all these big fish and I can't catch shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when I caught that five eleven, you know, I felt good about that. And so then, you know, it was like, I got to find a six, I got to find a six. And then, you know, the weather just, you know, got really bad. It was like really windy and it was just, you know, not yeah. safe really. Right. And uh. so, you know, I had to like, you know, I had to suck it up and I was like, my season's over, you know? Yeah. It's a, that's a very unfortunate thing to, to have to admit to yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you ever run into anybody while you're out fishing? Like anybody from Facebook or just anybody like, Oh, like they're fishing, they're fishing a swim bay. Like, how do I not know who that is? Or is it still pretty like low key where you are? It's very low key where I am. Um, you know, there's, you know, the only other like swim bait people, you know, is, is, you know, my ex and, you know, his brother-in-law, um, we, we don't talk anymore. So, um, you know, I, I haven't seen him out in forever, but again, you know, I, I have my kayak, so, you know, I'm usually fishing at night when no one else is out there. Um, right. yeah. uh, shout out to Brian Carrera. Um, he came to, you know, kind of my rescue. Um, I had a really scary experience. Uh, fishing over the summer i was followed um oh, it was yeah it was uh, it was between three and four thirty in the morning this this uh little you know aluminum boat was just following me um you know for over an hour and wow. i yeah i didn't have anything with me and like i'm just trying to fish right you know right, there's yeah. nobody else you know uh, on the it's a private you know like there's no water entry you know wh whatsoever um Anyway, so, yeah, that was kind of scary. And, you know, he, he kind of came to my rescue on, um, I can't remember which, you know, New Hampshire fishing page it was. Uh, but, you know, he, he, he went full-blown, like, lawyer. Like, it was, it was fantastic. And, you know, he actually suggested to me that I get um, bear spray. And so I did. And, you know, I was, I was pretty spooked after that. Um, I want to say that was in... That was that was in like June, I want to say that general time frame. So like I didn't go fishing for about a week and a half. Um, and, you know, because I, I was just sketched out and, you yeah. know, I didn't like if somebody was actually following me because, you know, I was kind of an idiot. I was going every single night to the same place. So, you know. You know. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. That's that's fucking crazy. Like, like that stuff you don't hear. Like yeah, the guys talk about in the group. Like nobody's ever like, oh, I, I was, I was beating the bank, and I had, I had two guys follow me. Like that's you just don't hear about that really. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I was, I was really angry about it because I had never been scared before. Like I had never felt uncomfortable. Be, you know, regardless of the time of day. And, you know, to be rattled that much, you know, and like, you know, so there were people giving me shit being like, oh, like, what do you know? Like, maybe they were fishing too. Like, oh, like, you know, you think that you're, you're the only one out there fishing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I understand. Like, you, you don't know me. You don't know the situation. Like, you weren't there. But I go fishing there 
almost every night. I've never seen this boat before. You know, if I ever see anybody, I always say hi, you know, but at four o'clock in the morning, are you going to just like go up to somebody in a boat and be like, Hey, how's it going? Like, what do you throw? No, like, no, though. Nobody at that time of day wants to be talking. They want to be catching fish. You know what I mean? So, you know, that was, that was kind of a harsh pill to, to kind of swallow in the sense that, you know, I can't be naive. Um, you know, I am, you know, a girl that's out fishing by myself, you know, right. and I have to be, I have to be safe. And, you know, I guess I'm pretty lucky that I made it 32 years, you know, without having, ex- <clears throat> you know, a scary, you know, experience out there. So I guess I'm pretty lucky. That's, that's fucking crazy. Did, mm-hmm. did they end up like, like coming up and talking, talking to you at all? Or did you just go back to the boat ramp, load up your stuff and leave? Yeah. So, so, you know, like I said, it it went on for about an hour and like, I was like fishing, noticing the boat. And then I would like, you know, paddle off to another spot. Then the boat, he kept coming with me. And so then like, I, I like beelined it for like the other side, you know, of, of the, you know, of the water. And like, then they kind of just like stayed like in the middle, but following me. And then, you know, after about an hour, I was like, I don't want to be a statistic. Like, I don't, like, I can't. Yeah. I, I, you know, I can't keep dancing around this. Like, this is not normal. This is a Ranel problem. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, and I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, call the cops? No. Like, what, you know, nothing has happened, you know? Like, yes, I could have, again, been like, oh, hey, how's it going? But it was foggy. Like, I could barely see the guy, you know? And I had a headlamp on. And so, like, I would turn my headlamp on and face it at the person and just stare at them. And yeah. then they would they would just, like, like, sit there. And it was, you know... But, you know, looking back on it, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that nothing happened. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it was just, you know, some person just, like, trying to figure out what the loud splashes were that you know, from, from that, you know, it was coming from my kayak, but it's like, okay, well, you know, you could have said something too, (laughs) you know? Oh my gosh. That is so weird. Yeah. So, you know, I, did you you catch any fish that night? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think I only caught like little dinks and actually, yeah, I was really pissed because right when I was leaving, the sun was starting to rise. Like I was pretty pissed. I was like, my like good hours of catching like giants was when you were making me freak out. Like, <laughs> you know, between, yeah. I feel like four and 6am is like the magic time, you know, around here. Um, but then also, you know, at like, you know, like 1130 at night or like 1030, 1030 to 1130 at night. Um, I've usually been super successful um, out on the water. Yeah. Is that like I said, you don't you don't really hear anybody talk about that, but it's because like everybody's always like, oh, like I'm I'm a guy that won't happen to me, and so to hear something like that, it's like, oh, like shit, that sort that type of stuff does happen in like this in our group, but you just you don't really hear about it much because it's it's such a small number of of it of it happening to people, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I probably could have handled it a little bit better. Um, I I did post the the person's uh license plate on the page 
Oh, oh, so like they, I, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, like I was the only person there. Like, and like I said, I got there at like 7 30, 8 o'clock at night, and I was there all night long. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm being followed at like four in the morning. It, like, nothing added up. Like, I was like, what is happening? You know, and at that point, like, I was a ways from, you know, the boat ramp. Um, and so obviously I didn't hear the truck pull in or whatever. And so I posted it and I was like, Hey, like, if this is you, like, you're an asshole. Like, I don't, I don't know what the problem is. Like you were, you were following me. And so, you know, I was getting roasted, you know, on, I can't even remember what the page was. And, you know, Brian Carrera was on the page and literally he came to my rescue. Um, and he was like, you know, how do you know what it must feel like? Like, don't you have daughters? Like, don't you have yeah. a wife that like, how would you feel if like, you know, your significant other was out there and they felt this way and, right. you know, and, you know, and then, you know, you had, you know, everybody else just being like, oh, you need to get a gun. Like, you know, blah, blah, you know, that'll, you know, that'll teach him like bear spray only goes 20 feet, you know? Yeah. But, Jeez. you know, but I feel like, you know, so I do a hundred percent. I take my bear spray with me. So, you know, Hey, if you run into me out on the water at that time of day, just know that the safety is off. And I'm wondering why you're coming near my kayak. I'm just throwing that out there yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> or voice yourself. Hey, like what's going on? Like, what are you throwing for bait? Like, you know, then I'll be like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, don't be, don't maybe be. put the safety back on. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, but that was really only like my like craziest experience, you know, from, from, you know, fishing, honestly, ever. Um, I've, I've never had anything like that before. Thankfully. Uh, yeah. I mean, geez, that's, that's crazy. Like I said, I, I can't name anything. I mean, not even to that, to that caliber of anything happening, but I also don't like to fish at night because I just, it's not my, it's not my type of thing. Oh, are you scared? You, we, I'll, I'll hook scared. you up with it's bear spray. Like, it's not, not that I'm scared. It's like, I, I have bad shit happen. Like when it's daylight, like I, I'll get hung up and stuff <laughs> when it's daylight. I'm yeah. like, I don't want that to happen when it's dark out. Cause then I'm like a hundred percent going to lose that bait unless I tie it off. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll limit the, I'll limit my, my bad luck to, to the daylight when I can actually form a plan and form, form a, a get back situation rather than just, right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I mean, that... life in the, uh, uh, what did JT say for, for me and Aceto, uh, living life in the danger zone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. It, you know, you got to get out of your comfort zone, man. I fished uh, one night and I caught like two smallmouth on a crawler, but that was really about it. And I'm like, ah, yeah, that's that's about the extent of what I'll do, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what what are some what are some companies you want to shout out or social media, your own social media that you can shout out closing it down tonight? <laughs> Yeah, so um so let's see here. So definitely a huge shout out to Swimbait Universe. So, you know, to Wayne Campbell, Will Gilfist, Johnny Ellis, you know, those guys and all of my, you know, um, as I call them, my fish fucks. Um <laughs> and then let's see, uh Ben's Tackle Shack. I look forward to uh working with Dan Kenny and Jim Halpin and all those guys this weekend. 
um, in Boxborough. Um, huge shout out uh, to my fellow chicken dicks, uh, Anthony Acido, uh, Nick Stark, yeah. and Anthony Parnos. I'm really excited. They, I, I think I've been um, inducted in, um, so I'm really excited to go fishing with them um, this spring and summer. Um, Maccabi's TV, uh, Fred, he's the one that I got my kayak from. Um, Wild 603 with Kai. Um, he is going to be um, running the kayak bass anglers. So that's going to be my kayak group that I'm in um, this year. And um, my socials are uh, karaoke fishing because I'm okay at fishing. Um, and yeah, mostly, you know, I'm on Facebook, to be honest with you. I don't really do much on Instagram. Um. I will. I will link all that stuff. You don't have it. No, you. You'd said that you don't really film or anything much, do you? No cast sketches or anything on YouTube. I'm. I'm. So shout out to uh, Mr. Paul Smith with Piz. He did. He was very gracious, and he he sent me a Hero Eight um, to to use. And so um, you know, I am. I am thinking about different you know themes of videos. You know, I'm really into music, so, you know, I don't see too, too much where it's, like, fishing-themed, like, yeah. music videos. And so, you know, I was kind of thinking that could be fun just to, like, get out there to kind of, like, break the, you know, ice a little bit instead of just getting, like, yeah. straight into, like, swim baits, you know? <laughs> that can be pretty intimidating for some people. Um, so, you know, it is it is on the horizon. It's just a matter of getting all the extra stuff that i need mounts and you know waterproof stuff um yeah right you know to, you know it's, it's only money so <laughs> yeah exactly we always make more of it that's what i always say <laughs> that's right but uh yeah like i said i will i'll link all your stuff in the description for anybody who wants to go check out your facebook or anything like that go see some of your fish pictures um mm -hmm. I want to say that's about it. Other than that, uh, make sure if you guys don't already follow the podcast on ins Instagram, scales and tails underscore podcast, uh, Patreon, $10 a month or $5 subscription for the giveaway stickers. If you guys haven't already check out the, uh, the January giveaway stickers with Mr. Clayton Sly at Sly Guy Lures. I'm pretty sure we're doing a bluegill giveaway. So you could win that for six or 12 bucks. And then, um, I want to say that's about it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a super fun one. Mixed it up a little bit and mixed it up from what you guys and, and myself are used to doing. So I want to thank Mrs. Kara for coming on tonight. <laughs> I had a lot of fun and uh, hopefully um, we get to, hopefully I get to see you at the gathering. Are you going to go to the, the Virginia gathering later in the year? Yeah, I'm definitely going to go to that. I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to, you know, see if I can go to Texas. I really want to, but it depends on if my dad wants to go back to Costa Rica in the fall. So yeah. <laughs> all depends. Yeah. And that's pretty much the same exact boat I am. I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'll do one of them at least. <laughs> yeah. It's like ooh, Marlin fishing or Texas. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's tough. Exactly. It's tough. Oh, yeah. Man. But <laughs> I, want to, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you guys next time. See you guys.